I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. You're listening to Tita Talks, a podcast dedicated to usapang K-drama, Pinoy teleserye, and anything and everything Tita-related. Powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Now, here's your Tita, Tita Marian. Annyeong and welcome back to Tita Talks. This is your Tita Marian and in this podcast, we love to talk about K-drama. Alright, so I think this episode is a clear example that I really do suffer from K-drama FOMO. <laughs> Walang halong biro, meron talaga akong ganun. So for those that don't know what that means, FOMO is fear of missing out. And I have that in terms of K-drama. You see, I have a long list of K-drama back. back. Ano? Backlogs. And I think most of us K-drama fans have that naman eh. But you see, even though ang haba ng list ng pending K-dramas ko, once a K-drama is trending or getting, you know, high ratings, high praises, always in the news, I drop everything and prioritize that K-drama because, yun nga, I suffer from K-drama FOMO. I have to know why this K-drama is trending. But this does not only apply to trending K-dramas. I also prioritize and drop everything. As in, drop everything talaga for K-dramas that won awards and recognition. I have to know why they won. And in the world of K-drama, the biggest award we consider is the Baeksang Arts Awards for Best Drama. And last May 13, the 57th Baeksang Arts Awards was held. So finally, well, I think it didn't stop really, actually. The pandemic didn't really affect it. But yeah, it was held last May 13. So K-dramas that aired from May 21, 2020 to April 11, 2021 were nominated and competed for awards in several categories. And in the best drama category this k-drama that we are going to review in today's episode won against one of i guess it is one of 2020's most talked about k-drama and i think it's a crowd favorite which is of course you probably have seen this it's the k-drama it's okay to not be okay now i have to be honest okay during the time that the Baeksang Arts Award was being held, I haven't watched this K-drama yet. Itong pag-uusapan natin today. But somehow, you know, even though hindi ko pa siya napanood, I was confident back then that It's Okay to Not Be Okay will take home the grand prize or the best drama award because yun nga, it was popular. Everybody's talking about it. It had high ratings. And, you know, you can hear more. <laughs> 
you can hear more about my palpak predictions in another episode of Tita Talks, which is the Beksang Arts Awards predictions, where my guest and I, um, well, yeah, shared our predictions, kung sino minyo mga hula namin, of who will win this year's awards, several awards actually. So we discussed that. We had a very. It was a one-hour episode because we really discussed the possibilities of the winner. So if you want to know what <laughs> my palpak predictions were, you can go ahead and check out that episode. All right. So imagine my surprise when this K-drama was announced as the best drama. Oh my God. Nashak talaga din ako. And the K-drama that defeated It's Okay to Not Be Okay is Beyond Evil. Beyond Evil is another police procedure and psychological thriller from JTBC. The said K-drama aired from February 19 to April 10, 2021 for a total of 16 episodes. It stars Shin Hakyon, who also won the Best Actor Award in the Baeksang Arts Awards. Yep, he won. And Yo Jin Go from the K-dramas like Hotel de Luna. Now, Beyond Evil... Evil. <laughs> Beyond Evil is a story about two police officers, Lee Dong-sik, played by Shin Hakyon, and Han Ju-won, played by Yo Jin-go, who tries to uncover a serial killer who started killing decades ago. And in the process of uncovering the truth about the murder cases from the past and present, they also found out secrets hidden from dec- for decades. And this is when they started questioning the innocence of everyone around them, including themselves. Now, I normally say that there is more to the story than the synopsis that I read or that I give here. But in this K-drama, in this Beyond Evil, there really is more. So better be ready for a mind-blowing K-drama. So... I guess it's safe to say that this gay drama is not for the faint-hearted. Because this involves, of course, blood, murder, body mutilation, and twisted, super twisted characters. So definitely not something you want to watch if you want to, you know, relax while watching gay drama. This is totally not it. Okay? <laughs> Hindi ka marirelax dito. Baka mas lalo kang ma-stress. Kasi ako habang nanonood ako nito, after every episode because I watch it two two episodes per night lang kasi nga ang heavy niya so I only watch two episodes per night and after every episode I was like what the f am I watching 
It's true. Nagtututbersh ako. And while, you know, doing my routine for the night, I, I keep on thinking, what actually happened in that episode? So yeah, this is not something that you want to watch if you just want to relax while watching K-drama. Definitely not it. And since this is a K-drama review, please be advised that there will be spoilers, okay? So if you don't like spoilers, please skip this episode and listen instead to my other episodes like episode 144, which is K-drama for mommies. So if mommy ka na or, you know, if you are planning to be a mom or want to watch K-dramas or, you know, you want to watch, yeah... <laughs> Ano ba? Na-explain naman ang title. It's K-drama for mommy. So I guess if you are a mom, you will probably relate to the K-dramas that will be suggested to you by in that episode. Or you can also watch episode or watch, listen to episodes 148 and 149 where I shared my beginner's guide to K-drama in two parts for those that are just starting out in the K-drama world. So if you want to know more of what you can expect, in the K-drama world, please check out those two-part episode, okay? But if you have already seen this K-drama and ready to talk about it, then let's begin. Now, I usually start with the things that I loved about the K-drama we that we are going to review. But this time, since yun nga, they won the Best Drama Award and therefore we already have a proof, okay, that this is a good K-drama, then let's start with the things that I didn't like. So let's mix it up. So we'll, we will start with the things that I didn't like about Beyond Evil, which makes me question why Beyond Evil won the award, the Best Drama Award, okay? So, yeah, let's start with that. All right, the number one thing that I didn't love about Beyond Evil is that it became dragging by the second half of the K-drama. Yeah, unfortunately, that's how I felt. Beyond the Evil kasi is a slow-paced K-drama, which I appreciated at first because it's complicated. Kagaya nga nasabi ko, it's a complicated K-drama. And for someone like me na LG or Logets, wait, do kids still know what LG means? <laughs> Teka lang, parang ngayon ko lang din ulit nagamit yung word na yun. I, I don't know, do, do kids still use LG? Anyway, so yeah, if for someone like me na low gets, okay, can comprehend that much or that fast, it's a saving factor that it's a slow-paced K-drama because my brain is given enough time kumbaga, to process it. But it became too slow-paced by the second half. And, you know, when things get too slow-paced, sometimes you get bored. And, you know, leave and find another K-drama that's more interesting. But I was committed. Eh? I was committed to this K-drama. So I stuck with it until the end. And actually, that reminds me. That's the same thing when you are in a relationship, okay? Kids, when things get too boring for you and your partner, okay? Your mga jowa or asawa or whatever, you don't leave your partner and look for someone more exciting. You work things out. Relationship is is not just about companionship. It's also about contentment and commitment. Okay? 
<laughs> since when? Since when am I a relationship advisor? <laughs> Ay, nako. Anyway, so yeah, it became dragging by the second half of the K-drama. The next thing that I didn't like about Beyond Evil, I don't really like the character of Yojingo here. Not that I'm saying that his acting was bad, okay? Actually, he was really good here, but... I feel that some parts of his character doesn't make sense. Kumbaga parang it wasn't a really well-written character. Kasi he was portrayed as this highly decorated and you know smart genius police officer who graduated top of his class who somehow decided to be relocated to a small town police station. But you know throughout the series you feel that he is just one judgmental and vindictive police. You know, a police officer who will do anything and even put others in danger for his personal gain. So, naguguluhan talaga ako sa kanya. Mostly because I don't know how to feel about him throughout the show or throughout the series. Sh- should I like him or should I hate him? So, you know, I, I ended up not liking his character here. So, again, it has nothing to do with his performance. He was really good as, you know, as his, as the character here. But it's just the character itself that is so confusing that it became bothersome. And, yeah, I hated the character. Ang gulo ng background ni Kuya. So, next thing that I didn't like about Beyond Evil... Some scenes at the second half were repetitive to the point that it's annoying. Yeah, unfortunately. Actually, the only thing that I hated about Beyond Evil is the second half of it, actually. It was too slow, boring, predictable, and overall unentertaining compared to the first half of it. With It was for me... You know, parang a downhill slope by the second half. I don't know. Again, this is my opinion. If you don't feel the same way, good for you. We have our own. You know, my cup of tea is not your cup of tea. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. <laughs> so, basta yun. Magkaiba tayo ng opinion. But yeah, I, I wasn't really interested with the other side of the story, which involve the past secrets of some of the characters. <sighs> I think, you know, I think of Beyond Evil as a uh, a puzzle. The first half of it are the middle pieces, which are interesting to complete. And the second half of it are the border pieces, which is still important to see the complete picture. Diba? Pag nagbubuo ka ng puzzle, it's, the border pieces are still important for you to see the actual picture to, or the complete picture. But... It's interesting since you somehow already know that they are where they are placed, which is the border, so the corners of the, the picture. So it's under uninteresting. And the first half are the middle pieces, which are very interesting to complete, to piece together. So that's how I felt about Beyond Evil. I also think that because the first half was really amazing... When things got too slow by the second half, I kind of lost interest. So yeah, it was not so fulfilling and entertaining by the second half for me, okay? For me. 
But yeah, that's that's actually my only main issue with the K-drama, with Beyond Evil, the second half of it. But don't be discouraged because just that's just the second half, okay? And that's again my opinion. It could be better for you. It, you may probably like it or you may not hate it as much as I did. But yeah, don't be discouraged. And what the second half lacked, the first half gave it double. Dinoble naman sa'yo ng first half. So I think that kind of even things out for some... Yeah, I guess so. So here are the things naman that I loved about Beyond Evil. Number one, of course, my number one reason for loving Beyond Evil is the thrilling mystery. It really feels like a puzzle that you need to complete. And you only... You only get pieces of it after each episode. So after each episode, matutulala ka talaga. <laughs> you you will really find yourself daydreaming. You know, you, you're just wa- looking at your wall, staring at your wall blank, just thinking of what you have watched. So yun, matutulala ka kasi you don't you don't even know what you are trying to complete. Let's just put it that way. I swear to God, I had to pause from time to time just to process what's going on. Bakit niya ginawa yun? Did he really do it? So, for those that love mysteries, you will definitely love Beyond Evil. It's The complex story makes it so interesting and you'll definitely find yourself binge-watching this K-drama because you'll always feel hanging after each episode. Like, if I didn't control myself, I would probably have finished the episode in just like two days. I probably would have called in sick and pretended that I'm sick just to finish it. But I had, you know, strong will. (laughs) Hooray! (laughs) I have the courage to pause and, you know, just stick to the two episodes per night. So if you don't have that, it's probably going to end up in a binge-watching kind of thing, K-drama for you. So you, you, you'll definitely want more and more and more until you don't realize that it's already 2 a.m. and you have to get up for work in two hours or four hours. That kind of happened to me in another K-drama. But yeah, it's probably something that may happen to you. So please make sure that you also get some sleep okay you're not getting young if you are a tita or a tito of k-drama we're not getting young and kids don't get into that habit of watching k-drama in like one or two days it's a very a very very bad habit anyway the next thing that i love about beyond evil are the actors yes plural my god let me start with shin hakyun okay Sheen Hakyon did not win the Best Actor Award for nothing, okay? Yes, I was, of course, rooting for Kim Soyeon. I have to admit, I was rooting for him of It's Okay to Not Be Okay at first. But when I watched Beyond Evil, I finally realized why the award went to Sheen Hakyon. Napasabi talaga ako na, yes, deserve ni Kuya. Uh-huh, deserved niya. They couldn't have casted a better actor for the role of Lee Dong-sik other than Shin Ha-kyun. He was on point on every emotion of his character. At one point, you're you're scared of him because he's he smiles like a psycho. 
he was really good at play, playing this psycho role. Then you'll cry. Iyakaden with him when he shares all the trouble that he had to go through in the past. Damang damamo ang every emotion. And my God, there is something in his eyes. You know, it's true that when they say that some actors are really good na mata pa lang nangungusap na. Like, you can already feel the emotions just by looking at his eyes. And I especially loved Shin Hakyon on episodes 1 and 2. That smile at the end of episode 1. That made me decide to really finish the K-drama. That's when I decided to commit to it. Yeah. That's that's the one. <laughs> Yung episode one. But it wasn't just Shin Hakyun that was all good in Beyond Evil. Even the supporting cast were great. I mean, siyempre, gigil na gigil na naman po ako kay Choi Jin-ho, who plays the role of the father of Yojingo's character. So, if you have watched Dr. Romantic, either one or two, siya yung evil guy there. Siya yung kalaban doon. And like in Dr. Romantic, he can really make your blood pressure go up. I think he is one of those actors na, that was born to play a villain. I can't seem to imagine him being one of those good guys. Like, if he ever plays a good guy role in the future, I think I'll have you know, trust issues with him. You know, I remember this K-drama. You know, the Ajushi from the K-drama Taxi Driver, which I also had a review, just in case you want to check that out. So anyway, there was this Ajushi there, the kind of like the brains of the, the Taxi Driver Association something something. I don't want to give out too much spoiler, but yeah. So remember that guy? He was also the villain from Mr. Sunshine, another really good K-drama, which I have also watched and haven't reviewed yet. But anyway, he was a bad guy on the Mr. Sunshine, which I watched first. Now, when I watched Taxi Driver, I felt different. Because he was so effective as a villain in Mr. Sunshine that when he played a good guy role in Taxi Driver, I still had doubts about his real intentions until episode 15. By episode 16, yon, okay. <laughs> Na-reassure na ako na mabuting tao ng asya talaga. Pero <laughs> all throughout the episodes of Taxi Driver, I was really doubting him. Like, I, I felt that he had some, you know, diabolical plans at the end. He's like, you know, someone that is going to backstab them and, you know, a traitor or something like that. I, I, that's how I felt because he was like, a really effective villain. So probably that will be the same thing with uh, Choi Jin-ho. If he ever plays a good guy role in a future K-drama that I will watch, I probably will have um, trust issue. Because <laughs> he was really good. And even in this K-drama, he was amazing as well. Anyway, another really good actor from Beyond Evil is Choi Dae-hoon, who played the role of Park Jong-jae. He, he was so good that he even got nominated and he deserves it. He got nominated for the Best Supporting Category at the Big Sang Arts Awards, which, of course, was won by Oh Jung-se, 
who play the role naman of Moon Sangte from It's Okay to Not Be Okay. But you know, if I watched Beyond Evil between um during the time or before the Baekseong Arts Award, I would have probably had a hard time deciding. Kasi Choi Dae-hon was really outstanding in his role in Beyond Evil. He really shined by the second half of the K-drama. You know, when everything else, when everything else was growing, going downhill for the K-drama, his character took the spotlight. Superb acting. Ang galing niya, ma'am. Galing talaga. <laughs> and thank God for his character because otherwise the second half would be, would have been so boring talaga if not for his character. Yeah. So he he was a saving grace. He was the saving factor of the second half of the K-drama. So don't be so much discouraged, okay? Now, the next thing that I loved about Beyond Evil is the music score. I know, I know. Ang surprising, di ba? <laughs> Nakakagulat din. Me loving songs from a thriller, police procedure, K-drama. Di ba? But what can I say? Ang ganda. It was really, really good. From the theme song to the opening song to the background music, they were perfect and really added to the e- eerie atmosphere of some scenes. There were some scenes kasi in the K-drama that were so intense that I literally got goosebumps. And I credit that to the perfectly timed and ghostly music. Lalo na talaga, nagsitindigan talaga yung balahibo ko nung piniplay nila yung theme song which is The Night by Choi Beiko which I played earlier. Grabe. Whenever that's played and you know, the the dialogues, uh, the background or the dialogue were muted and then slowly nag-accelerate. I, I don't know the terms. But slowly nag increase yung sound or yung music, the, the night. It was really... Um, how can I describe this? It was really something that added to the amazing scene. Ganon. I, I cannot explain how much affected I am by the song whenever it's played. Because it, it was really good. I definitely credit the the theme song and you know the well played theme song for the tindig balahibo and the goosebumps. <laughs> what am I saying? But yeah, I I really loved it. And this is so surprising for me because normally when I watch police procedures or thriller K drama, I don't really expect good songs. You know, binababaan ko na yung standards ko because it's a thriller procedure, di ba? Do you expect an upbeat songs or mellow songs no you know i'm just happy if they have at least you know one good theme song but with beyond evil my ears were blessed and my eyes of course which leads me to my next favorite thing about beyond evil cinematography by far beyond evil had the best cinematography in all thriller K-dramas I have ever seen. So, 
cinematography, in case you don't know, refers to the lighting, yung camera angles, yung movement ng camera, and so much more, which essentially, it's like the visual aspects of the K-drama. I don't want to get too technical because I'm not here to teach you film and I don't really remember the things that I've learned back in college. So let's just stick with that. It's the visual aspect of the K-drama. But think of every scene as a picture. Yeah. And my eyes talaga had a feast with every scene from Beyond Evil. The camera angles, the color grading, they added talaga to the overall mysterious atmosphere of the K-drama. Yeah, cinematography. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Why do I say that? Anyway, lastly, I love the editing of the first half of the second of Beyond Evil. Of I love the first half. The editing of the first half of Beyond Evil. Okay? Especially with episode 2. Oh my god. You know, unfortunately, I can't really say the same with the second half of the K-drama. So... Yeah, I'm so sorry. But yeah, I, I did love it. Um, First half of it. Second half, not so much. But still, it's something to look forward in the K-drama. The editing of the first half of Beyond Evil. Especially, again, especially with episode 2. You just have to check that out. So, what's my grade for Beyond Evil? If we are talking about the first half of it, I would have given Beyond Evil a rating of 8.99 because I was truly in love with how the mystery unfolded. I, I you know, I was really hooked every episode and I always find myself wanting to watch the next episode already because it's super nakakabitin. Unfortunately, this enthusiasm of mine did not make it all the way until the end. And that's because I felt that the overall thrill and mystery of the story wasn't sustained until the second half. And like I said, some episodes of the second half for me were boring and unentertaining. And I'm not sure if that was because the first half set the bar too high so where what in reality is also an intriguing discovery of secrets of the people of manyang the town the town in the you know in, in that story so it could have been an intriguing discovery of the secrets but it felt boring because you know the bar was set too high by the first half so it that's a factor so with the second half of the k-drama taken into consideration I'm giving Beyond Evil a score of 6.8 out of 10. But again, that is just me, okay? Maybe you felt that the K-drama was entirely entertaining from second, from first to second half of it. Good for you, okay? I would love to know your thoughts about Beyond Evil. So don't forget to tag me on any of my social media accounts. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Podcast. On Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, it's at TalksTita. And of course, don't forget that one way to support this podcast is to share the podcast to your friends. Tell them about it. <laughs> Ang arte. But yeah. 
That's it for me. So don't forget to share your thoughts if you have already seen Beyond Evil. Please tell me if you feel the same way with the second half. If you feel different about it, I would love to also know what you loved about the second half. And maybe I can learn from it. All right. And with that, that's it. Good night, kids. I love you, Brita Mars. Thank you for listening to the Tita Talks podcast with your Tita Marian. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show so you won't miss out on new episodes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.